0: Folks, the summer's slowly coming to an end, and while that might make you a tad bit sad, please take solace in the fact that baseball is heating up and barreling towards the postseason. Football preseason is getting underway now. Good afternoon, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Coming up after the break, a lot of football talk to get on with, including who the Jets starting quarterback is going to be. Is John Gruden prepared to coach once again? And where in the world is Le'Veon Bell? Stay with us. Sports, sports, sports starts now. Welcome, welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast with myself, your host, Nick Drago. As usual, we plan to give you the full recap on this week's action, including every football game that went down Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I suppose we can talk about some baseball, too. I was out on the island this weekend visiting my family. That's always a good time. Would have been a bit better, though, without the dark cloud looming over Yankee Stadium. Where are you, Aaron Judge? We need you back, man. If you like what you hear on the show today, you can find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Just type Sports 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 with Nick Drago in the search bar and hit that subscribe button. Okay, let's start with baseball. Yeah. I'm I'm digging baseball. I sort of missed talking about this last week. Starting with the Red Sox and Orioles, Boston swept the series and managed to score 19 runs in the first game on Friday night. Chris Sale came back from the DL to strike out 12. Yankees, meanwhile, beat the Rangers in three out of four games after being embarrassed by Boston. They have an easy schedule this month, so look for the Yanks to come back in it. Rays get two out of three against Toronto. Tigers win the rubber match today to beat Minnesota. Diamondbacks drop two of three to the Reds. They did win today off two Goldschmidt home runs. Mets take on two, take two from the Marlins. The Braves won two games over the Brewers this weekend. Albees gave Atlanta the lead off of a tie-breaking home run in the seventh today. The Seattle Mariners may have been slumping, but somehow swept the Astros in four games. This was huge. The Strohs are in first. The Mariners recently lost their wildcard spot to Oakland, so they're really struggling themselves. Houston, though, they'll get their shot of revenge uh, August 20th. Indians beat the White Sox, but maybe losing Leones, Leona's Martin to an undisclosed injury as he hits the DL. Cardinals hold off the Kansas City Royals in three wins, outscoring them twenty-three to five. Colorado gets three big wins against the Dodgers, it helps them make up ground in the NL East. I'm um, sorry, NL West. LA they lost Kenley Jansen in the process. Phillies they dropped two to the Padres. Not exactly what you want to see from this club before they play Boston. Giants and Pirates, they split the series. Congrats, though, to Mr. Barry Bonds on having his number retired. It's going to sit right there next to his godfather, Willie Mays. Oakland continues to be hot, beating the Angels in two. Uh, L.A. will be without Mike Trout for at least the next 10 days. And finally, the Nationals get two wins out of three against the Cubs. Looking at the playoff picture, Red Sox, Astros, and Indians lead their divisions for the AL with the Yankees and athletics as wild cards. Mariners, they're they're not far behind. But they gotta keep winning like they did this weekend if they want to catch up. In the NL, the Cubs and Brewers are going back and forth for first. Brew Braves, brew brave, brew, brew brew. Braves are tied with Philly and the D-backs, Dodgers, and Rockies are all next to each other. As of this moment, it would be Cubs, Braves, Diamondbacks with the Phils and Brewers in the wild card slot. In a recent interview, former Phillies and Nationals outfielder Jason Worth sounded off on the problem, the a major problem with Major League Baseball, that being the quote. Super nerds, end quote, are taking over the sport. What he's referring to is the prominence of analytics such as sabermetrics to dictate the player's worth each player's worth. And yes, that is not meant to be a pun on Jason's name. Granted, Jason Worth made a good point that baseball has become a numbers game, but he but is he accurate in that in the fact that it's killing the sport his statements go on to imply that the teams are hiring folks out of mit harvard stanford with impressive knowledge on everything except the human element of baseball that is a particular quality that worth excels at He's credited for helping create a culture of winning in Philly, where he won a World Series in 2008, and in Washington, where they've been a perennial contender for the last seven years. It's no shocker that more and more folks are turning away from baseball because of its lack of entertainment and predictability. Less decision-making is being done on the field and by the players or coaches, while more is being done by the the higher-ups same thing that drove jojo already out of baseball the yankees wanted a yes man and they got him with aaron boone this is why we keep seeing young managers stepping up to the plate or uh, into the dugout the sport's only fun when the players are having fun and yet it seems to be happening less and less every season i have to argue that the internet age and corporate structure is affecting the play on the field and making things too predictable it's 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 killing the sport but it's not the only thing that's killing the sport mr worth You're just scratching the surface here. This report was passed along to me by a fan of the program. If you have a topic you want to discuss, email us, sports 3 xpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know on social media, email, whatever. All right, friends, that's it for baseball portion of the show. Stay with us, though. Brief commercial break, and then we're going to recap every football game from this past week. I'm so excited, and so should you. Sports, sports, sports will be right back. Hey, how's your summer going? A little slow at work? Hey, I get it. Times are tough. Maybe what your business needs is a good kick butt advertisement. Guess what? I can provide that for you for free. Yeah, you're hearing that right. The Sports 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 Podcast with Nick Drago is looking for folks that want their message on the air. And guess what? It's not going to cost you a dime. Want to know more? Simple. Just email us, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. All right, I know you want to get back to the show, so that's all I have to say for now. Take it away, Nick. Now, some fans don't want to sit through an entire podcast, and that's quite all right. Sometimes I drone on and on. We get a little bit off topic. Allow me to introduce Sports 3X Shorts. These shortened segments of my show can be found on our YouTube page. Just type Sports 3X Shorts in the search bar to find plenty of exciting content from our show. All right, that's it for my shameless plug today. Let's talk about foosball. Cue some epic football music. Yeah, yeah. All right. I like that. All right. Let's start in Florida with two least relevant teams, the Bucks and Dolphins face off. Now, Buccaneers took this one 26 to 24. Tannehill returned in, th- in his first game since December of 2016, but only for a quick series going for six 32 yards. Not really much to instill confidence. Jameis Winston did play and threw for 102 yards and led them to 10 points, but he'll be serving an early suspension this year. So journeyman Ryan Fitzpatrick, who is the king of finding himself in these positions, will be around for the first three games. Fitz through 57 yards and a touchdown. Overall, this was a boring, boring game. For the Bills and Panthers, it was fun to see Kelvin Benjamin and Cam Newton have words before the game, Newton, Obviously upset with his former teammate after Benjamin criticized his throwing accuracy in an article for The Athletic. Benjamin caught four passes, 59 yards, including a touchdown. Cam went far for five, throwing 65 yards. You tell me who won this battle. The big news being Bill's new QB, Josh Allen, who really wasn't too good at completions, but managed to get 116 yards in on the touchdown. That TD, by the way, was definitely replay worthy. It was a throw to Ray Ray McLeod, my new favorite name. Panthers managed to win 28. 28- 23 bears and bangles it was another inconsistent game for trubisky in a short time on the field he went ahead and called out the rest of the offense but conveniently excluded himself from that rant aj green meanwhile was content with the play of the other receivers in this one he was once one of the best players in the league and now as the is fading, he's probably looking to pass the torch. Tyler Boyd, Josh Mullen, and John Ross could give him something to smile about. Bengals walk away 30 to 27. You know, one of my favorite fun facts is that the Eagles and Steelers once shared a football team. When neither could, com- could field a complete squad during World War II, they ended up becoming the Steagles, possibly the best name since Ray Ray McLeod. Can I say the Eagles defense looks really good, the offense without falls, and Wentz looked really good, and tenure vet Mike Wallace looks really good. This team could be ready to compete once again for another championship. Steelers backup QB Mason Rudolph, meanwhile, took a page from the Tom Brady book of cheating. He was playing with deflated footballs, apparently. Sealers ended up with 31 to 14 victory. Le'Veon Bell still has not returned to camp. He's apparently working with a footwork coach so that when he does return, he'll be up to speed. But I don't know when he has time to practice with his new rap album coming out. It's gold, did you hear it? Target so they point a too close range point. And- isn't that just lovely? Saquon Barkley pulled off a huge run in his Giants debut versus the Browns. Surprisingly, Cleveland won this one with the leadership of Baker Mayfield, who, by the way, is looking like a stud so far at camp. This game was more significant, though, for the legalization of mobile gambling. That's right. Fans at the game could gamble for what's going on at the game. Since it's legalization, New Jersey has been raking in the money. In June alone, they took in $16 million. Saints came from behind to beat the Jaguars 24-20. Bortles went 6-9 for nine, looked poised in his season debut. Mark Ingram could be counting his days in New Orleans as rumors are talking about him getting dealt in order for them to bring in a prime draft pick. New defense be damned. The Ravens destroyed The Rams, 33-7, Jackson, and RG3 continue to shine. Flacco's really happy about the offense. More bad news in LA, the Rams did lose Kevin Peterson to an ACL injury. Plus, Aaron Donald he's continuing to hold out until he gets a new contract. Patriots, of course, took the 26-17 victory over Washington. Too late, rushing touchdown by Ralph Webb, but the Pats over the top. Tom Brady, he's pulling an extra $5 million in incentives, but is showing a little sign of aging. Apparently, he has a sore back right now. No worries, though. This guy's not only going to be slinging gold, but, living large the rest of his life. Losing Robert Davis, though, is going to hurt for the Skins, but losing Darius Geis is going to hurt even more. Titans imploded versus the Packers, letting up 17 points in the fourth quarter. Aaron Rodgers has been critical of his young receivers, but I have to say they stepped up. Marquez Valdez-Scantling had 100 yards, uh, Equimenius St. Brown with 61 yards, and Jake Kummerow had 76 yards. Not much exciting from the Titans' side, which might be a good thing for them. Texans beat the Chiefs 17-10 in a fairly draw affair. Pat Mahomes did well in the series he played. Important note that, the, that most of Houston's defense sat on the sidelines, so there really wasn't much going on there. 49ers got a nice comeback victory over the Cowboys. Dak Prescott looked great with nearly with a nearly perfect drive. He came out with a QB rating. He also had some help on the running game. Big issues for the 49ers they're facing right now is the biggest issue they're facing right now is the shade at Levi Stadium. Apparently, the heat is so intense on the east side of the stadium that fans have been griping about it since it opened. In a recent interview, team president Al Guido stated that it would be impossible to protect the fans as they cannot build a roof due to the proximity of the stadium to San Jose International Airport. A lot of FAA violations with them building a roof. Therefore, his answer was basically for fans who pay good money to sit in those east side seats, they're just going to have to suffer through the early parts of the season. Good news, though, they're going to lower the price of water from $6 to 2 Colt <clears throat> barely passed the Seahawks, 19-17. Andrew Luck went six for nine with 64 yards. So good, so far, so good in his return. Three field goals for Adam Vinatieri, who's still playing at 45 years old. If he plays every game this season, he'll tie Gary Anderson for second in appearances, and he could also break Anderson's career points record, which is 2,554. He needs just 58 points to make that happen, and on his usual pace of uh, 7.4 per game, he could break the record by week eight or nine. So pay close attention to that. Whew. I need a bit of a breather. We still have Friday, Saturday's games to discuss along with my beloved J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 before we wrap up the show. Stick around. Sports, sports, sports. We're going to be back in a flash. The are world champions for the first time in franchise history. Is your shower too hot? Wish it was a little bit cooler? Well now you can make it that way with shower cubes. They're ice cubes for your shower. Okay, that's a pretty bad advertisement. You know what would work better here, though? Your own ad. Nick Drago here again, offering you a piece of the action right here on the Sports 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 Podcast. Best part is that it can be anything you want it to be. No, wait, that's not the best part. How could I forget the best part? The best part is I'm offering advertisement for free. That's free ad space. So if you have a product you want me to endorse, please email us at sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. It will not cost you a dime. I'll be waiting patiently at my computer. Here's 01. This is gonna be a tough play. Brian, The, Cubs, yeah. win the Folks, the New York Jets have won a football game. Remember this feeling now, fellow fans, it doesn't come around much. The quarterback situation is really hard to figure out. New York has three good-looking players. You have McCowan. We pretty much know what he can do, but he did throw a completion for four yards. Bridgewater went seven for eight with 85 yards and a touchdown before Darnold came in and went 13 for 18 with 96 yards and a touchdown. So who do you pick? It's, It's tough. All of these guys looked really poised. Um, it's honestly, it's a win-win for the Jets. First time in a long time. Falcons, meanwhile, didn't score a single point, but had some bright spots, including Matt Schaub as, Q, as QB backup. I had no idea that guy was still playing. So far, the Gruden experiment is a success beating the Lions this weekend. The whole thing can be described as a circus. He's putting a lot of pressure on aging talents like 33-year-old Jordan Nelson. He's showing players films from literally decades ago, and Derek Carr seems to be the only one loving it. Remember, he went from elite quarterback in 2016 to... To, he was leading the team to 12-4 and record, almost 4,000 yards, 28 touchdowns, and now he's just an afterthought. His life has basically become a never-ending episode of Gruden's QB camp. Cardinals managed to beat the Chargers 24-17, but not with the help of Josh Robin. Grobin. wow, Josh Grobin was not on the football field. Josh Robin, he was, Robin. I can't say names. Josh Rosen! He was six for 13, only 41 yards. He was pretty mad when he was picked fourth. Uh, He was the fourth QB chosen, but he has not yet to prove that he's actually worth the time. Christian Kirk, he almost returned a punt for TD in his first touch. Vikings, they crushed the Broncos in their first game, 42-28. to 28. Case Keenan with a poor showing at QB. Trevor Simeon was determined to show his former bosses that they were dumb for letting him go. He was 11 for 17 with 165 yards and two touchdowns. Vikings back Latavius Murray was good, averaging 10 yards per carry. All right, Athlete of the Week, not a football player. It's going to El Tigre, Mr. Tiger Woods, who came so close to winning his first major in a decade today. Kopka certainly deserved the win at the PGA Championship, but it would have been really cool to see Tiger get another run. Interestingly enough, Kopka earned more money at the U.S. Open and PGA Championship this year than Arnold Palmer and Gary Player did in their entire careers combined. Tiger Woods, with all this his crazy history, is still the man that made golf what it is today. I'm Usually very critical of him on the show. But after seeing this, I actually kind of want to root for him again. I don't know. Sports is weird like that. You know, let me know if you feel the same way. Email us, sports 3 xpodcast at com. Speaking of mail, it's mail time. Today's letter comes straight from Reggie Wallace in London, England. Reggie wants to know if I think the Ball Brothers, LaMillo and L'Angelo, will be making it to the NBA. For that, I say yes and no. First off, it's embarrassing that LiAngelo is playing a bunch of high school-aged athletes. The guy should be a leader at UCLA. He should be on the Lakers right now. Instead, he's boasting about scoring 50 plus points against guys who can barely wipe their own butts. He would not survive D1. They wouldn't survive Euroball, NBA, nothing. And yet he thinks it's great that he's scoring all these points against them. No defense. LaMelo at least looks like he has the tools to survive in the NBA, but he needs to be playing tougher competition like the guys in the AAU, not the bottom of the barrel scrounged up by his dad. I think someone will take a chance on LaMelo, but LiAngelo eh, might start... Want to, might want to start learning how to sell shoes. If you have a question or comment, like Mr. Wallace did, let us know our email, sports 3 gmail.com Thank you, Reggie Wallace. Also, other thanks, well, our special thanks, as usual, go to Johanna Albert. She's our content editor and the logo designer for this podcast. Music for the show is a song called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. A link to his website can be found in the show notes. We have some likes this week coming in from Jorge paris Mary K. Albert. Pat Gaggin, Tim Nunzig, Roy Zinkovich, Lois Butler, and Alex Kritz. New f- Twitter friends and commenters include Barrel Aged Sports, Barbara Tracy, Baseball Legend, at March Leonard, and at Hepat- Hepatitis Tariq. Hmm, that sounds yummy. If you want to be on the show or just send us your comment, be sure to find us on YouTube by typing in Sports 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 with Nick Drago or on Twitter and Facebook at Sports 3X Podcast. For the upcoming games you have in the NFL, the Eagles and Patriots, a Super Bowl rematch of the regular season. It's a Super Bowl rematch and a regular season preview. Rams and Raiders in a rivalry reignited. Cubs and Brewers in baseball are going for the NL crown, uh, the NL Central crown, that is. And Mariners and Athletics, they're both neck and neck for the wild card spot in the AL West below the Astros. So, a lot of fun coming out of this week. This is where I leave us for today. Remember to like, follow, comment, share, email, tweet at us, whatever it is you do do so well. If you like, sign up to be one of our super subscribers. We're currently accepting payment by sandwich, roast beef, cheddar cheese, crispy bacon, lettuce, and Russian dressing. Please hold the onions, Friends, let's let the soulful tunes of Le'Veon Bell take us out tonight. You can catch us next week wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for joining us. And remember, I'm Nick Drago, and you have a great day.